Welcome to Geocache Adventures, the podcast where we explore everything geocaching. I'm your host, Shadow Dragon One. I love geocaching. If you're listening to this, you probably love it too. If you enjoy the podcast, consider sharing it with somebody that you think would love it. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and there's a Facebook group as well, so you can join in the fun and share your adventures. There's also a Patreon page that you can join and unlock exclusive content. Hi everybody, Amy Shadow Dragon one here, and with me is returning guest Lee Katz, Var of Harkin. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me again. I love doing this. It's a lot of fun. It is. And you approached me with with this topic, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And a lot of times we've talked about travel bugs before, and different podcasts talk about travel bugs. But we're going to talk about the travel bug missions themselves today. Yeah, I, 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 I had a case where somebody gave me a bunch of travels for Christmas, and I just now got around to you know having enough time off of work to do the activating and missions and all this stuff. And, and it, it occurred to me, it's like, you know, we've had so many podcasts and, and FTF magazine and, and the like, you know, discussion groups that talk about uh, making the perfect log or what to do with your trackables. You don't keep them. When do you keep them? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, nobody's ever talked about just the mission part of it you know, actually activating and the mission part. And I thought, I'm going to talk to my buddy Shadow Dragon One and let's see if we can't get this, <laughs> see, see if we can't get this in a discussion a little bit. And I took the bait. So here we are. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> I know, right? So let's backtrack a little bit. So if there's somebody new to geocaching listening, what are we talking about when we say travel bug missions? Okay. Travel bug mission is basically... Uh, the the owner of the trackable travel bug geocoin whatever it is they they decide what they want this trackable to accomplish in in its lifespan or however you want to call it and it can be as simple as you know just jump from cash to cash which is supposedly the default from gchq but i found that it doesn't work that way but it and and some people get rather elaborate. I mean, I had one one time I, I got a hold of a trackable and it was an army boot. And I don't remember the exact wording, but it was I'm coming from way back in the other state somewhere, um, as in a different state. And I want a picture of the Caterpillar headquarters or something like that. Okay. Well, I live in Peoria, Illinois, which at that time we had the world headquarters for Caterpillar. So I was more than happy to snap a picture and, and send it on to them. And that actually made me feel good because we accomplished that mission for that trackable. So anyway, I got a picture of this world headquarters for caterpillar sent it on the log which believe it or not some people don't know you can actually attach pictures to your trackable logs and a lot of times i've seen uh missions that ask for photos for scenery or for you know an eclipse or something like that you know and and that's totally well and good but 
a lot of times people have to be reading these missions to be able to abide by them. The mission itself can take on life pretty much of its own for that trackable. It all depends on how much creativity or imagination the owner wants to put into it. Yeah, and pictures are, they tend to be actual a common one. If you read, people want pictures of, you know, the geocache or certain areas and stuff. Exactly. Like in that case, the trackable that wanted to see the world headquarter of Caterpillar, they wanted a picture of the trackable in the foreground with the background being the world capital. Okay, easy enough done. So I did it. Nice. Yeah. So how can we make these missions more interesting? So what we can do is, um, as you've seen in the past, I like to put a little imagination into some things. And what I've done um, in my missions is, you know, you, let's back up for a minute. When you're filling out the trackable info to activate it, you have a mission and you have a description. The description comes up, uh, once you're done, it comes up as uh, all about this item. Okay. And then the mission just stays as mission. So the description allows you to put in a background information, um, any forethought, you know, leading to the mission. And then the mission itself is the mission. Makes sense, right? So what I will do is in the about this item, I will like to, sometimes I've done limericks where that's a lot of fun. Get, get a, you know, five line stanza of, of stuff that rhymes. My about this item would be the limerick itself as a um, example, I guess, or to kind of get some people in the mood. Um, in fact, I just happened to have one. And one of my trackables, <laughs> you'll like this one. There once was a man from Nantucket. Oh, my. Yes. Um, there once was a man from Nantucket who made all of his cassette made all of his caches from a bucket. When it came to the log, he only found a frog who offered him tea and a crumpet. So <laughs> given that... I like it. Exactly. So given that, now you have an example of what I'm looking for is in your log that you're going to produce for me in, in the Trackables Adventures. Some people, and I can count them on my hand, have done this. And, and they, they told me after the fact, this is a neat idea, whatever. Thanks for giving me the time to do this. But a lot of times it goes completely either unnoticed or nobody wants to play along. Okay, so be it. Again, missed opportunity, just like the liar's cash. Missed opportunity if you don't want to have a little fun with it. So... I did have one. Let me see if I can find it. Um, of course, I can't find it now. But anyway, they I, I can count on hand how many times this has happened to where somebody's actually given me a, a, a limerick. And it was very good. It was very entertaining. But... Unfortunately, a lot of times people just got it moving it along or on its way to so-and-so. Yeah. 
So it kind of dies out. But I've also done things like, uh, well, like <clears throat> in the example of this one, um, I have a, now you have to visualize this, the trackable tag with the chain and the chain attaches to a German Shepherd uh, little plastic character. Okay. And okay. And it says, um, let's see here. Uh, current goal, visit caches within forests and state parks. After all, I never, never knew a dog that didn't like trees. So it's giving it a mission, which is kind of generic, asking for just forest and state parks. But at the same time, it's poking a little fun at it. Never yeah. found a dog that didn't like trees. So, you know, it's it's kind of like a, it gets the person, hopefully reading the, the mission, to kind of sit up and take notice. Hey, that's kind of funny. Or that was kind of stupid. But <laughs> at least that's there. Other people, and, and I've done it too. Hey, show me the the famous statues or whatever that might be around the geocache. Um, I did one where it was a, uh, <laughs> I did Lizzie the Lot Lizard. And it was an actual <laughs> lizard. And the whole purpose of that one is it started in a trucker's truck stop okay. geocache in Wisconsin. And it was supposed to say, hey, give me a picture of all the truck stops that you visit on your travels. You know, and, and some people have done that. But again, not a lot of people attach pictures. They're just interested in either not putting any log in because they do a simple drop from when you do your log online yeah. to, okay, it's going with me to so-and-so and you never hear from them again until they drop the log or drop the trackable. So it falls to the wayside. But there's so much potential for what somebody could do with their mission if people would just read it and follow it. Yeah, I've got a couple that I've I've themed the missions based on what the trackable was. Mm -hmm. So like I had the the helium, the alien, mm -hmm. and his mission is to go to different UFO related sites. Oh, I wish I would have had that have when I went to New Mexico. Taken. Yeah. Yeah. That and then I've awesome. got um, a zombie Joe who I think is missing at the moment. And his mission is he wants to get to the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, nice. And have that's a picture in... taken in front of it. Winchester, where's that one? I don't remember the word. That's in Massachusetts, isn't it? Uh, is Winchester Mystery House. Or is it out west further? Yeah. I don't remember offhand. I understand what but... you're saying, though. Yeah. Yeah, different things like that. I had a, um, at Halloween, I got a, um, it was a signal vampire okay. things coin, and he wants to go to Transylvania. Nice. Because Dracula and all that fun stuff. Yeah. So yeah, I like to sometimes theme my missions based around what the, the coin is itself. So. Well, and I like to do that too. Yeah. Um, I had Drake the Dragon that was... Uh, it was the, the companion, which a lot of the listeners will know, but some that don't, every trackable tag should have a companion with it that gives it weight, gives it bulk, gives it some tie into the mission sometimes. 
So mine was one of those little animated, not animated, cartoon characters of a dragon. Okay. And with it, I put on a uh, anniversary token for Lifelight, which is oh. the, the medical helicopters. Yeah. And because, you know, dragon, flying, Lifelight, flying. Okay. So this trackables mission, I talked about how my mom, who's passed away, loved dragons. And she's always wanted to go on cruises. And my dad never got around to taking her on a cruise. So in, in an effort to, you know, memorialize my mom, give me pictures. And, and this mission is supposed to go to the, you know, far reaches by either plane, train, automobile, you know, obviously helicopter or airplane, whatever, boat, um, and, and take pictures along the way. Some people have done that. Some people, not so much, but it's, again, it's an, it's a different way of doing a mission. Yeah. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite mission you've given to a travel bug? Oh, the limericks, the without limericks. a doubt, because sometimes I get some real nannies back. I've done one for, um, the one I just discussed discussed with you, I've done one for the volunteer uh, reviewer uh, trackables that come out every year or so. Okay, where where the reviewers actually, you know, come across somebody and they give them give them a trackable to activate. I've done a lot of those. I did one with, with uh, Doctor Seuss, an ode oh. to Doctor Seuss, and I had a ball with that one. I did a a long stretch of a story, in fact, where the user or the, the geocacher probably got bored of reading it, but it was all <laughs> in limerick. But it was like a whole book's worth because I found it online. And and it's just fun to see people engage with me to do the limericks or as close to they as they can come to them sometimes the limericks fall a little fall a little shy of it because you know this word doesn't really you know follow the the coda for it yeah but it's their their willingness to try that i'd like to see that's cool yeah i know that one time i've had uh, a couple of years ago they did that uh holiday tag swap uh, yeah. GCHQ or whoever did it. And I, I swapped with somebody from Canada and don't ask me where in Canada, I don't remember, but I swapped tokens with them and they gave me trackables back unactivated trackables. And I sent them unactivated trackables. And what I did was I took those trackables that they sent me and, you know, extrapolated their address or their general area. And I said, okay, this mission is to go back to this person in Canada and oh. you know, visit geocaches on your way to getting to Canada to see this person or to give them back their trackables. They never made it to Canada. In fact, one <laughs> of them, I think, is in like Nordheim, Germany. It's a little uh, far from Canada. The, wherever the heck that happens to be. I I know that most of my trackables, I don't know about you, but most of my trackables, once they hit Germany, it's like they're in a fortress because they don't come back out. 
it's garbage in, but no garbage coming back out. Yeah. They just stay in Germany. And from what I've seen from Joshua, the geocaching vlogger, geocaching is big in Germany. I mean, we got nothing compared to them. Yeah. They're like really up here with their geocaching expertise and, and active, you know, stuff. But uh, I'm glad to see the trackables get out of the States sometimes. But there have been times where I've put the mission as stay in the States. Yeah. Specifically, I want to stay in the States. And I think for the most part, they've stayed in States. No, that's, that's not bad. Yeah, I've got well, a couple that have somehow managed to get over to Germany and they're just kind of bouncing around over there. Yeah. Like, that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> At I've least got one they're in still active. Right. Yeah. I've got one in Austria. I've got one in Germany or a few in Germany. I've got one in Canary Islands. That one actually went lost. That was my very first trackable. It got lost in the Canary Islands. Uh, probably fell off the island with Gilligan. I don't know. But <laughs> but there there's there's a lot of things here that we also can touch on. Um that I've noticed while I was going through my uh, inventory of 194 trackables, didn't know I had that many, but apparently I do. And it's this practice, I guess you could call it, where people take the trackables from whatever geocache or event or whatever, because they can be passed along through events, but people take them and they just hold on to them. And yeah. I mean, not not as in never seeing them again, but they hold on to them and they drop them in every cache they go they to. They dip them, yeah. Yes, they, that's a they dip them or they visit them. Yeah. And hey, I'm glad for that. One of my trackables has, has over fifty seven thousand miles because of it. But come on, man, let it go for a minute. Let somebody <laughs> else have a little fun with it. Especially if it's a limerick cache or a limerick trackable and you're not doing the limericks. Yeah. So what it's do you one do? thing if you're at least following the mission, uh, but a lot of times they're just adding miles to it. Or for all I know, they've lost the token itself and they're just adding miles to it in an effort to keep it alive that way. Yeah. But I've seen that happening more and more. Um, I've got somebody that grabbed a token from me back in 21 and she still got it apparently because it's still logging miles, but I haven't had miles log for about a year. So yeah. she either fell off the face of the earth or I don't know, got too busy. Yeah. It's always sad to just see them fizzle out and especially like you remember, you know, like, um, we recently had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle special ones. Um, when the SpongeBob special ones were out, I managed to actually get one of those. And Why? yeah, I was like, <laughs> it was like, this is awesome because only so many of them are out there. And I took it to a couple caches, get some miles on it, dropped it off, and somebody picked it up and is still MIA ever since. It has never. I know. Never and had any other if, logs. And... and and I think the problem is, is that people grab these trackables and either don't realize that they have to move them along 
in other caches. Yeah. Or they just think that they can move them along having them, you know, like suitcases. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't get it, but I mean, I do my fair share. I've got, I've got three or four of them that I picked up at the last event that I just have no place to put them. So yes, I'm going to drop them or not drop them, dip them in geocaches as I go. Yeah. Because there's no other alternative until another event comes up and then I'm going to try to offload them at the event is yeah. what it is. I don't have a, I don't, I don't have a lot of caches that can take trackables around here. Yeah. It can be hard to move them if you don't have a place to actually big enough to leave them in. Exactly. Yeah. One of my caches, like one of my, cause I've got a couple adventure labs out, but I've only got two physical caches out right now. And the one is big enough to put trackables in. Oh yeah. Yes. Wow. And so it's kind of my go-to. What if I bring trackable home? Uh -huh. I will take it. And I'll stick them in that one if I if I'm not going someplace with a a bigger cache to leave them in. And and I got a buddy that has a a, a ammo can geocache literally in his front yard. That if he gets a hold of a trackable, he'll drop it in there and wait for somebody to come in like a spider to the, you know, to the web. Yeah. You know, wait, wait until they come to me. Cause he's got a geo Plinko board on his garage. That is awesome. It's, it's got a lot of, a lot of, uh, coverage lately, I guess on Facebook and other areas that I follow. So it's there and it brings people into the, boonies of mapleton illinois to do this <laughs> geoplinko but then once they're done they get into this ammo can and they have the basically the fruit of whatever's in there so they can swap trackables they can whatever they want to do i'm not really ready to do that i got my return of creepy crawly and i'm gonna leave it at that because quite honestly i don't have any place to put something that big yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. And the one one that I do own that is that big, either well, I've got two of them. One doesn't get hit more than maybe once or twice a year. In fact, I just had somebody hit it the other day. Um, and the other one is in the in literally the heart of Peoria to where nobody would expect an ammo can, and it has gone muggled once before. So I don't really want to put trackables in there on the chance that it would get muggled again yeah so it's like yeah i'll just hold on to them for now let them travel with me yeah i can't blame you there nope but the missions can can really make or break the trackable sometimes it's you know it's people want to liven it up but at the same time they don't put enough thought into it to make it you know, make it worthy of somebody doing something. So as a result, if enough people don't do anything with missions, then it kind of goes unnoticed from here to there. But if the tracker or the geocachers follow the missions and fulfill the missions log-wise, and people see that on the activity, then they're more inclined to do it themselves. True. Just like peer pressure 
only in the reverse. <laughs> no, serious. It's it's like peer I pressure. I know. In it's reverse. just we're always taught to, you know, avoid peer pressure, and <laughs> it's yeah. funny hearing it called a good thing. It is. It, it, well, leave it to me, right? But, <laughs> but that's that's the truth of it. If somebody looks in the activity and all they see is so and so was here, 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 they're they're not going to care. They're not even going to bother with doing the mission. Yeah. But if they see so and so wrote this log or left this picture or whatever other you know mainstays there are for missions, then they're more inclined to do it. True. To be, you know, to keep up with the Joneses, as it were. That's a good point. Yeah, hopefully people will uh, hear this and be inspired to pay more attention to those missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and sometimes I've seen I've seen missions that you know go so specific like the caterpillar one where they want to go to a certain place and once they've gotten to that certain place start sending it home yeah okay are are you as the geocacher going to look through all these logs to see that this mission did get accomplished and then send it the right way or are you going to send it back to accomplish the mission again yeah so I guess what I'm saying here is it's also up to the trackable owner to keep track of this stuff. Once the mission's been accomplished, feel free to go in and change the mission because yeah. you can do that. Even though it's the, the trackable is out of your hands physically, you still have that power to go in and literally on the drop of a dime, change the mission from going north to going south or something along those lines. There's no reason why you can't change the missions halfway through. That's true. Not, I don't think anybody does that. I, I I don't have to do that because my stuff always goes lost before it gets there. Yeah, that was, that was my intent with the zombie Joe that once it got the picture of the Winchester Mystery House that I was going to send it to like another haunted location uh -huh. for a picture. But... He never got that far, so I didn't get to update it. I have, I do have one, and it hasn't had a log in a long time, so it may just be dead. MIA, yeah. But I had a little Christmas tree, and I went to go and be logged in all 50 states. Oh, cool. Okay. So when it got dropped in a cache, and I had a log in a new state, I would go in and I updated the... The mission to say okay it's been here and we're up to x number of states can you take it someplace else right right and i think it got to up to 12 states last time and it just hasn't had any activity in a long time come on man there's 38 more there 33 whatever well and the big thing was like you need to log it in the actual in a geocache so that it's shows up on the map because i had one person log yeah picked it up in whatever state we drove all the way through uh -huh. to whatever and picked up eight states but they only logged it at the end place so i was like well you didn't actually log I mean, it to any of those states right it still adds the miles to it yeah but, but it's not at picking the same up the time state it doesn't pin. 
it yeah it doesn't hit that pin on that state so yeah like when i went you know last year when i took my daughter (laughs) when i took my daughter back to texas for college we took the long way around we went through oklahoma missouri uh kansas the state kansas yeah um and and you know texas and whatnot and we even made a side trip into new mexico i had those trackables with me and i managed well i made it a point to visit one geocache at least in each state not only for the state souvenir that's selfish of me <laughs> but also to give this person that owns the trackables some some mileage and yeah. and visible visible points to see on the google map that you know or the google earth rather when they say hey show me their trout their route on google earth they can see a very definite you know pathway from peoria illinois to new roswell new mexico yeah i do like looking at the maps and seeing all the places it's been it is sometimes it's very very uh confusing very noisy because it'll stay in one area and it's like okay i get it it's got 1200 points within one state so yeah it gets really tumultuous trying to look through that yeah yeah but when you start getting all the i like to just kind of zoom out and see kind of the big picture lines all over the map and i like it when they zip back and forth yeah i i had one that went from illinois to new york back to illinois to california literally i mean they literally stepped they they literally touched both coasts (laughs) and it was like this is so freaking cool yeah (laughs) but it would have been nice to see them path it all the way there instead of just because as far as i know they might have taken an airplane which they probably did yeah because of the distance but it still would have been neat yeah yeah now how's something like this go though and and i know people have asked this in other forums that i list that i watch if you've gotten a geocache let's say three years ago in let's say timbuktu missouri and this mission is to visit Missouri. Do you bring up that log and attach that visit to that log from three years ago? No, I don't bring up the old log. Okay. I would go, maybe I'm a little too black and white sometimes on the rules was like, oh, I've picked this up. Okay, I've already been to this geocache, but I'm near it so I can go and dip it and then i can take my other trackables that i have and dip them right as well so you're you're revisiting that i will revisit it even though i can't re-log that i found it but i will leave what i've done before is write a note note, yeah Yeah. on the geocache came back with trackables yeah i've done that dipped them or left them or whatever yeah but there there are people out there that say well this one wants to see Niagara Falls. I was in Niagara Falls back in 2010. Does that count? Well, no. Because <laughs> yeah. that was before this trackable even got created. Yeah, sometimes the trackables <laughs> aren't even active when you've gone and back. 
yeah some people will do that again this game is so it, it's got a lot of gray areas there's a lot of gray and, areas in it and and the trackables are just as bad they're they're very gray sometimes they can be yeah i i myself my my engineering brain i a lot of times i need things to be black and white because that's that's uh -huh. kind of how my job is like there i there's no room in an aircraft right. to have a grayscale. <laughs> it's got to be black or white or the thing may, came out of the sky like that's you know clear cut oh come on a works, door doesn't fall doesn't. off just right that over was not one that i worked on off? by the way i <laughs> i work on military jets that was commercial okay okay sorry just, i had to rise you i, I had know to my sister you. texted me about that too she's like was this yours being <laughs> being sarcastic i was like no oh geez but sorry. you know i do it and it's like, okay, black and white. Is this the rule? Okay, this is the rule. I'll follow the rule. But then I know there's a lot of people that are like, well, it doesn't matter. And it's like, okay, you know what? You do what you're going to do. I'm not going to let what you do upset me or how I play because I this is the way I want to play and enjoy it. And I know a lot of people do get upset when people filter through that grayscale of things. Yep. But it's like, you know... Well, and you're not doing any service to the the owner of that trackable. Yeah. Because if if your picture that you that you attach with this log for your visit to Niagara Falls is ten years ago, what are you accomplishing with that with that owner? Yeah. Maybe they wanted to see something current. Maybe there's something going on in Niagara Falls that they wanted to see now, not ten years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a hypothetical, but I'm sure it happens. I'm sure it's, it does. It's, it's got to happen somewhere. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it happens. Well, and I'm sure there's there's instances where with virtuals or some earth caches, depending on how complicated they are, where a person, you know, has been on a trip to, say, Niagara Falls or Yellowstone and then they start yeah. geocaching a couple years later and go, oh, there's a virtual. Well, I do have a picture mm -hmm. or whatever. Let's see if I, you know, can I log it even though I wasn't geocaching three years ago when I was there? I'm sure that yeah, I, happens. I, I like the one I was, when I was looking over all my trackables the other day in, in preparation for this, I found one that they had just logged two days ago. So it was what last Saturday? No, last Friday they had logged it and their log said, saw this somewhere. Uh, don't remember where yada, yada, yada. Um, and, and, and they basically discovered it, but when the hell did they see it? Because it's very vague. It's like, okay, Okay, so you saw it. I'm not really sure how to accept that. Yeah. <laughs> how old is this log in in generation? <laughs> yeah. Now I have. Now I, I have to admit, like I'll be at. Uh, I, I've been to Moga or Geo Woodstock, and I've seen trackables on cars and stuff, and I I'll snap a picture to log it later. 
Oh, sure. And sometimes I forget to do it. And then I'm going through my camera roll. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I'll log it. But I can remember what I was, you know, I remember, oh, yeah, that was on that trip. Uh-huh. And I can put that in the logs. I was, was there, forgot to log it, found it in my camera roll and explain, you know, but I know why I have it. Right, right. And, and we all have done that. I mean, yeah. if we go around to the various events, that is one of those things that just happens to happen. But when it's not a geo, uh, uh, not a trackable that's associated with a sticker or yeah. a license plate like the FTF magazine recently did, I'm, I'm getting trackable uh, notices from my license plate that's in that's in the G- FTF magazine. That's okay. I get that. Yeah. But when yeah. it's when it's something you know on a chain that right now is in Pennsylvania and this guy's in Amarillo. Huh. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, there's some shenanigans happening there or. <laughs> well, and one thing that I didn't realize when I first started doing trackables is when you take photos, of course, there's a gallery for the photos of your trackable. Yes. I did not know and that. People can go back they and can look actually, through the photos. They can crawl through those photos and, and, discover that way yeah i've had that happen people have now now if it's one that like sometimes i because i've taken the picture and put that as the trackable photo and Uh the tracker number showing and not even thinking about it and then they're like oh went through the gallery discovered it i was like oh that's how i learned that that was a thing actually (laughs) i know right i i did the same thing and like you I hadn't even released the trackable out in the wild yet. And I'm oh. getting logs. And I'm like, how in the hell did they get this log number, the the, the trackable number? That's when I found out that apparently <laughs> there's this cloud that everything goes up into and yeah. people can just skim the cloud and find out stuff. So, okay. So from that point on, every time I took a picture, and I make sure that the trackable number is not visible in yeah. the picture because I do attach a picture of the trackable as I am sending it out in the wild so that people know, hey, there's supposed to be a Snoopy on this trackable get tag. Yeah. There's supposed to be a path tag on this trackable tag because one of my trackables, I did that. And, and this is kind of getting back to the whole mission discussion is... Um, the trackable was um, memory lane. If you remember that, yes. that program went on a couple of years ago and memory lane, my trackable had a probably a three inch Snoopy uh, blown plastic, you know, token, whatever you want to call it, companion with it as as a memory from my childhood, and it mentioned that in the trackable, you know, about this item, but it also has one of my hidden history path tags, which you'll remember from previous shows, hidden histories, memories. It just seems to, you know, fall in the right Went genre. together, yeah. So, yeah, so whoever gets this trackable not only can do the trackable tag for the code, and leave me a log that way, but they can also discover or whatever you want to call it, the path tag 
if they happen to have a path tag account. So they're kind of getting a two for one deal on the point. Yeah. That's the only time I've done that. And it's never worked. I have <laughs> never seen, I've never seen a path tag log from it, but it's out there. If anybody happens to see it, at least I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> makes me wonder if the path tag's still on it or not. Well, I put it on with a cable. So if they take the path tag, they're going to destroy ah, the whole thing. Okay. Because I've been doing that myself too, is, um, which by the way, while we're talking about that, um, a GCHQ, next time you make trackables, put the hole a little bit taller or a little bit wider so we can get the cables in there so I don't have to re-drill it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, tangent right there. <laughs> Every time I use the cables, which which are available on GC's shopping uh, page, you can put these cables on the trackables to prevent people from, you know, stealing the companions or whatever. And a little, yeah, but every that time little I do, thing breaks so easily. Well, that too, and yeah. or it rusts really easy. But in order to use the cables, I have to drill about another millimeter or so off of the trackable tag mm. and sometimes it gets pretty darn thin on that little island yeah so something for gchq to think about but yeah um i i've never seen a path tag log from this trackable it would have mm. been nice and it was something kind of thinking out of the box as far as a mission because yeah. it mentions it right in the mission it says to add to this memory, please log the path tag on pathtags.com. Nope. Mm. Crickets. <laughs> but it's, again, it's something different for a mission. Just to expand somebody's knowledge, possibly, maybe they didn't know about path tags. Yeah. So... So when you're sending yours out, you're you're still sending out the actual travel bug or, or trackable the you're not making ones, a proxy the only ones i'll do proxies on are, are on the coins okay. i will not send a coin out i will make proxies in fact at the last of no second to last event i had like 10 proxies of different coins dealing with <clears throat> the um mary hyde pirate coin assorted pirate coins and other all of them, when I do a leather proxy, it's because it's a coin. I won't do trackable 2.0, let's say, for a leather tra uh, leather proxy, because it just, no, that, that's that's going to get confusing if that trackable ever does come back out. You know, maybe yeah. somebody finds it in, you know, somebody's, you know, drawer somewhere and decides to finally release it back into the wild, now we've complicated things because now I could possibly have two trackables on different ends of the state or whatever. Yeah, but, I thought about re-releasing yeah. some missing ones, but then I see these stories about five, ten years later, it's suddenly back in circulation. Exactly. So I'm, I'm just it, hoping mine will eventually show back. Or, you know, I've seen so many posts on Facebook, found, was at Goodwill and found a bag of keychains and there was trackables in it. Yeah, yeah. I hate that, but it is happening. Yeah. I mean, but no, I will, I 
will only do leather proxies for geo coins that I have. And I have a lot of geo coins. Yeah. I, I have literally an ammo box full of geo coins. So if I ever really, really wanted to do some throwing out there of trackables, <laughs> I have plenty to play with. Release and I have plenty of leather. And I have plenty of leather straps to do it with. So yeah. I've proven I can do it. It's it's not hard. I can, you know, I can make one in about 30 minutes. But <clears throat> I just right now I don't have that kind of time and don't have that kind of inclination. Yeah. But eventually it probably will happen. And there are a lot of people that will find if a trackable goes missing, their next thing is to get the Duplo tags, mm -hmm. which are plasticish geo trackable tags. I've seen different in. ones. I've seen wooden yeah. ones and plastic yep. ones and 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 people will just right, you know, as soon as they see that it's gone missing, they'll throw another one out without even thinking about it. Yeah. And are they right? Are they wrong? Who's to say? I've actually gotten those to use as proxies a couple of times for yep. some coins and stuff. And so sending yep. the actual ones out. Yeah. If I have an event coming up and I don't have any trackables, which yeah. doesn't happen very often, but I will go ahead and make a few trackables just to throw something out on the table so people can either discover or take and, and distribute, you know, around. So it does happen. Yeah. I love trackables. I just, I've gotten to where I make proxies for all of them because I just hate spending even $6 on something that is just, I've had too many of them just disappear. Do you, do you take on the same mission that you did on the first one or do you change it up? Oh, I've never re-released them. I just keep, I buy the trackable and instead of sending out the trackable, I make a proxy and send the, the proxy out and then keep oh, the original. Okay. Okay, I thought you were talking about re-releasing. No, I've never re-released them yet. I'm I'm okay. hoping I'll have one of those comeback stories of five plus years later, it suddenly reappears in the wild. And well, see, what I do is I will um, if if the 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 one time I had it, it was um, oh shoot, hop along. It was it was a it was one of my first. It was the first trackable I had, which was Signal the Frog. Okay standing upright and <clears throat> I called him Hopalong and he went missing at the Canary Islands like I told you before and I did re-release him because I figured if he's gone from the islands there's no hope of him coming back out so I released him but I changed the name to Hopalong 2.0 okay. so so maybe you know and, and I, I asked in that mission hey, please send me a picture of the trackable, you know, mainly to make sure that it's the new one, not the old one. Because if it's the old one and the new one is still going, then we have problems. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to get interesting fast. <laughs> but I'm pretty certain that it's gone. The, the, the old one is gone. Yeah. For whatever reason. So... For all, for all I know, some third world kid found it and took it back with him to Pango Pango or something. It's sitting on his floor somewhere. I, I don't know. Yeah, I've got one. I'm pretty sure that's just gone, gone because the 
cash it was in was listed as missing and then went archived. Yeah, that's that's something I found when I was doing my research. There was a event, and I can't remember where it was. I want to say it was in Germany. But there was an event that had, oh, I swear, if it had 50, it had 100 trackables in the event. And then the event got archived, and every trackable in there is still in there. Oh, geez. What the hell happened to them all? There's no way somebody was that irresponsible to just let them, you know, self-implode in the event. Yeah, when they are somewhere. They've got to be, but but who I, knows where? I ended up. Yeah. I ended up marking that was unknown location because whoever the uh, uh, organizer of the event, whenever I throw an event. I'm the last one out the door, and I always make sure every trackable is gone from the table. That's why I always designate a table for the trackables. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And if if I notice when I go to archive the event that not all the trackables are out of there, I'll send in an announcement through the through the web of all the people that were there. Hey, did anybody happen to pick up this trackable because it's not logged out of the event yet? This host or whoever in Germany apparently didn't do that for whatever reason. So, sorry, 61 months is gone and all of the trackables that were there with it went away. Yeah. Which 61 months was making a real good mileage. I mean, I I went from pretty much all of the states to Germany and then got lost in that event. So anybody that's listening to this, if you have any trackables that happen to go into this event in Germany, uh, fair warning, they're probably MIA because they didn't make it back out. Yeah. And that's sad, but it happens. Yeah. I I can't even fathom how an, uh, how an organizer would let that many trackables get archived. That's a lot. That's a lot of trackables. That's a lot. I mean, yeah. I, I hate it when... I I love doing trackables. I hate it when they go missing, but I can't imagine having an event and then not accounting for the trackables. Right? It's crazy. Oh. Let me see if I can find what it was again. I happen to have my listing here. 61 months. Um... It, well, yeah, I, I couldn't even tell you what this is all German. It's, it's uh, <laughs> it was in Berlin, Berlin, Germany. Um, the event was Enten Party QE Fear 2000 events. And anybody that needs to, I can text message you the name or something because you're never going to find it. But it was apparently back in October 1st of 22 was when the event was yeah so yeah interesting yeah so anybody that's got trackables there never made it out of that event apparently that's a bummer that is totally somewhere that's the thing is they're all somewhere it's just gotta be 
they're, they're probably in somebody's mayonnaise jar. Yeah. Jar. <laughs> in somebody's bag someplace. <laughs> I'm a dresser drawer or something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm hoping it pops up, but after two well, over one year, because now we're in, you know, 24. Yeah. I don't I don't seem very lucky on seeing that one again. Because I would have thought it would have popped up by now. Yeah. I've got one that's been missing since 2019. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It was one of my very first trackables. I very first place I, I left it too. Oh, no kidding. Really? Like it has one long. I, I didn't have any caches hidden. So I took, I might, I might've taken it to one or two places before that. Very first cache I left it in. It, all of a sudden, like a month or so later, I get a uh, message from somebody. Hey, uh, I was in this cache and your trackable's not there. Yep. I've gotten those emails before. And then I, I looked at it. It was like, well, it's only had two logs since then. The person that messaged me and one other person. So I messaged them and said, hey, did you happen to pick this up? Uh-huh. And they only had like five fines and I never heard back from them. So, cause no, cause they're probably out of the game. Yeah. Yeah. So it was either picked up by them and they just didn't do anything with it or it was, or they got muggled or something. Who knows? But now see, whenever I send out trackables and I don't know if everybody does this or not, but by having the, the geocache right outside my door here in my front yard, I dip all of my new trackables in there to start the clock, basically, to start the mileage clock. Yeah. So, like in your case, how far did you go to drop that first trackable off? Two, three miles, probably? Yeah, probably, yeah. Okay, this one starts literally from from home base. So, wherever I drop any of these new trackables, that's going to add on to the mileage right off the bat. So it's, it's kind of the, one of those things I do. In yeah. fact, those that, those that follow my liar's cache that's in the front yard, they texted me, oh, did you just drop off a couple of trackables? Yeah. Okay. Well, I just saw it in your notes. So I'm like, okay. So <laughs> <laughs> glad to see you're following. Thanks. Hey, somebody's <laughs> watching at least. That's right. But uh, the, the getting back to the missions, I mean, what else can you say about them? It, it's, again, your chance to put something different out there for geocachers to either follow or observe. And unfortunately, it, it goes unnoticed a lot. Yeah. At least around here. I don't know if it is same everywhere but around here not a lot of missions get accomplished it seems yeah that's been my experience too unfortunately yeah well did you have a cash highlight for us today i don't really know okay. I, I don't have a cash highlight oh, i didn't come problem. with that because because i figured we're not talking about caches today really so i, I didn't think it was appropriate Okay, not a problem. I'm okay with that. Well, I do have a cash highlight if you want it. Oh, okay. I'll take it. All right. So what do we have for the cash highlight? Well, let, let me let me preface this. Okay. I'm using this as a highlight because 
it has gone unfound over a year. And because of that, I had to go out and check to make sure it was still there. Oh, this is one so of your hides? This is one of my hides that I'm hoping to get more activity in. Okay. All right. And it is GC8KNQC. Alfresco remembered 2.0. So what is this cache like that nobody's found it for over a year? It's very, very well camouflaged. Okay. <laughs> if geocachers put it back the way it's supposed to be, it's very well, it's so well camouflaged, I needed to use my tracker. I, I had to use my my thing on my app to find it because wow. it was like, yeah, it was like, oh my God. And when I got to it, I was literally standing on top of it. It's like, holy cow, one, my coat, my coordinates are right on but more importantly it's just it it's a cache that people have the people that did find it when it was first put out loved it they're like oh yeah this is such a neat cache great camouflage blah blah blah. and it's just gone the it, it got part of the problem is a de local developer here tried to do some construction on the other side of the road from where it's at which mm. is what made me move it to a 2.0. Okay. Um, and as a result, a lot of people stayed away from it, I think, because they didn't want to get near the construction crews. So now those construction crews are gone because the guy went bankrupt. And I want to get more activity in there. Okay. So have you had like a bunch of DNF finds on logs on it? Nope. Not I've nothing? had a lot of people... I've had, I literally had to go check on it Memorial Day weekend because it had not been even DNF for over a year. Wow. Yep. And, and that's one of those things as a cash owner is like, you have to keep, a, keep in mind, uh, keep a watch of your geocaches that are they getting even hit? And there were three or four of them that had not had any visitors at least nothing noted for over a year. So I had to go out and check them as maintenance run. And thankfully, three out of the four were still there. By huh. surprise, in fact, because one of them is in a very populated area, but yet it was still there. So has this particular one been found? Has it had the FTF? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. so it has been found at least once, but it just has nobody's been doing anything for over a year. Mm -hmm. that's wild and it's and it's on a main thoroughfare coming in and out of the town so it's definitely there to be found you know anybody that comes into Peoria will see it if they come in the right way so huh. yeah so what the heck let's let's make that your cash highlight hey why not <laughs> you might you might get tired of reading the description but have a good go at it <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I'm kind of glad I stopped doing that for every episode because, uh, like, some of them are just so crazy long. Yeah, yeah. This one, let me let me go back to it here. Um, this one's this one's crazy long. This one's probably <laughs> going to be a couple of pages. You tend to have crazy long ones. You you're welcome. It's it's the <laughs> hidden history thing because it's a hidden history. I need oh. to give yeah. a 
a thorough documentation of what you're what you would have seen had you been there in 1929 yeah now i appreciate I mean, when this, ceos put effort into you know their description and stuff i just don't want to read it out loud <laughs> and you don't have to feel free to read it give an abridged version i don't care give it give it an abridged version um the important thing is is the reason I like this one, and, and this quite honestly is one of my pinnacles, is because um, I this was one of them that started me on the hidden histories. Okay. And this was this was viable, I guess if you want to call it that, back in the 1920s to 1929. Okay which is long before I even became a glint in my dad's eye. Hell, it's probably before my dad became a glint in my dad's eye. I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 1929, and and the fact that I was able to uncover all this information and see remnants still around today of this were just fascinating. And... It was the subject of a couple of FTF geocaching magazine articles. So people are familiar with it. And unfortunately, when the construction crew started, or when I found out there was going to be construction, I moved it across the highway from where it was. So ah. it's still it's still valid in the area, just a little bit different. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I think a lot of people that would that find it would like it because it is very well camouflaged. And I probably didn't do it justice with the difficulty or terrain level, but they'll get the idea. What's the difficulty currently set at on it? Uh, let's see here. Uh, two and a half and two and a half. Sounds like that difficulty level might need to go up a little bit. It definitely would need to go up a little bit, depending on what time of, well, depending on what time of the year you go for it. Ah. That's the only hint I'm giving. That can be tricky on setting DT uh -huh. levels when the difficulty depends on the time of year. That's a totally different episode there, Amy. We're not That's even going to go into that. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to make Make it as even Stephen as I could because depending on what time of year you go for it, the terrain can change and the difficulty can change. Fair enough. Well, Lee, thank you for coming on today and talking to us about travel bug missions. Hopefully, we've inspired a few people to add some creativity to theirs. I think I think they've got enough knowledge base now to work with it that hopefully that will happen. Yes. You've been listening to Geocache Adventures with me, Shadow Dragon One. If you'd like to get in touch, you can reach out to me on Facebook, Instagram, or go to geocacheadventures.org and you can find the information on the contact page. Theme music is by The Travel Bugs. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Have you heard of FTF Magazine? It's the magazine for geocachers. It is full of articles and pictures all submitted by geocachers just like you. I'm a subscriber myself, and I love it. My favorite part is the little snippets on the edges of the articles on all the different pages. Those are my favorites. Just go to ftfgeo.com to check them out and tell them Shadow Dragon 1 sent you. 